1: A couple things I want to do. I'm going to break down tonight's hockey playoff games and all the teams that are in the Stanley Cup playoffs that made the postseason. And I want to look at uh, the NBA games tonight, uh, the Bucks, Celtics, Warriors, Grizzlies. And I do want to go back to that Warriors-Grizzlies game one in Memphis on Sunday that was so fantastic and kind of look at that a little bit and talk about how, frankly, uh, I thought the refs uh, – were just absurdly awful. I mean, I think the NBA's got a serious problem. I mean, I'm done listening to people tell me uh, that they, you know, when they're calling these games, these these play-by-play guys, national or local, that are always saying these are the uh, best refs in the world. Uh, they have, uh, you know, incredible experience. And that uh, they have the toughest job in the world. I've had enough of that. I can't take any more here that. I mean, the reality of it is, you watch the games. I mean, you, the fans, watch the games, right? You're watching all these games. You're betting on these games. How crazy does it make you when you're betting on, let's say, the Warriors-Grizzlies game on Sunday? And, of course... Uh, the Warriors won the game by one. They were laying two. They didn't cover. Thompson missed the two free throws at the end of the game that would have covered the spread. He missed them both, and uh, they win by one. But you're watching this game, and you're betting on this game, and you get the bad beat and, and don't cover. Fair enough, right? It happens. But the thing that really threw me off was how just atrocious the refs are. I mean, the calls are Unbelievable. They really are. Like, I have never in my life seen so many bad calls, frankly, in one game. There were 44 free throws in the game. There were 25 fouls called on the Warriors, 19 fouls called on the Grizzlies. And, you know, that disparity, you can come up with whatever you want for it. But the Warriors got called for six more. And we already know what happened to Draymond Green. He got thrown out of the game in the first half for a flagrant foul on Clark. And all I know is, I mean, he hammered him. Fair enough. It was, um, you know, it was a very violent foul. I'll give you that. And I could see it being uh, attack. I could see it being free throws in the ball. I can't see it being thrown out, ejected from the game. And I thought it was just fantastic that he got thrown out and then the Warriors came out in the second half and still beat the Grizzlies on their floor in Memphis, on Beale Street, and beat them anyway. Because when he went out, everybody thought, and you saw him at halftime talking about it, they're like, yeah, they're done now without Draymond Green. They got no chance. He's their best defender. Well, they won the game anyway, and they won the game because uh, nobody could stop. Uh, Jordan Poole, he had 31 points on 12 of 20 from the floor, 5 of 10 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, 9 dimes, 8 boards, 2 block shots. The guy was a plus 10. He's the reason they won the game. I know they give all the credit uh, to Clay Thompson's big three at the end. He hit three threes in the game, and the last one gave him the lead for good by one. Uh, He had 15 in the game. Curry had 24 in a game. He hit 5 of 12 from 3, 8 of 20 from the floor, 3 of 4 from the line. Wiggins had 17 and 8 boards to go with it and a 3. So uh, the bottom line is they got it done. They shot 48% from the floor, 36.8% from downtown, But they were a a dismal 65% from the line. The Grizzlies were 75% from the line, 16 of 40 from downtown for 40%. They shot 41 of 95 overall and 43% for the game. I thought, uh, you know, both teams turned it over a lot. The Warriors turned it over 17 times, 14 times for the Grizzlies. But I thought the call on Green uh, was terrible. I don't think he should have been ejected. I think most fans didn't think he should have been ejected. I think most national analysts on TV didn't think he should have been ejected. But it's always the same story, these refs in the NBA. And for that matter, I think the refs in every sport are terrible. I really do. I think the NHL refs suck. I think they should go back to having one ref instead of two. I mean, you got two refs in the NHL and they still screw up all the calls. What's the difference if you got two of them screwing it up or you got one guy making the calls? They got four guys on the ice now. You got three NBA refs. You got so many guys on the NFL field looking for little things that uh, the games take four hours. I mean, I go to Steeler games in Pittsburgh and I'm a season ticket holder and every time I go, it's like, these crews that they send around to do these games, they're pretty much like a team, right? So they, they go to game to game to game, week to week to week, and they work together as a unit. And uh, I think they're awful. I mean, the calls they make. I mean, when is the last time you watched an NFL game and you didn't see, uh, you know, 50 Flags Uh, Every time there's a big play, a touchdown, I'm always worried about flags. It's never just great game, great play, great touchdowns, great passes. It's always something. Pass interference, holding, ineligible downfield. I mean, it never ends, the calls. But in the NBA, to hear announcers brag about how good they are when they suck as bad as they do, that's my problem. I think they're the worst. I mean, they call everything. I mean, in the first half of that game on Sunday, the Warriors, Curry had three, Thompson had three, I mean, everybody on the team was in trouble, Uh, Payton had three, I mean, it's unbelievable, Curry ended up with five for the game, Uh, Wiggins three, Thompson three, Payton had four, Kaminga two, Porter two, Looney two, Poole three. Uh, Brooks on the Grizzlies had five. And then Jackson had three. Morant had three. I mean, I just think they're calling too many fouls. Uh, It's like you blow, uh, you know, on them and it's a foul. The wind blows. It's a foul. Uh, You get bumped. It's a foul. I mean, uh, you know. They, I mean, they're just calling everything. And then, how about when they can't even get it right out of bounds, like a ball goes out of bounds, all three of them sit there and look at each other like they're stupid, and then they have to go look at the replay for five minutes to see who the ball went off of. And then everybody says, well, at least they're getting it right. I mean, it's embarrassing. They can never get it right in live action in the moment. It always has to be a television monitor replay over on the sideline, and that takes five minutes. I think it ruins the game. It just never ends. The bad calls. Like I'm sitting there watching these games. And let me tell you something. The home cooking is at its peak. I mean, when you're uh, at home playing like the Grizzlies were on Sunday, I mean, to me, it seemed like they got every call. And there's nothing better for me than seeing a team that gets every call made against them still win the game. I've always said with my team, you play – Uh, You score, you win. You make stops, you win. You win in spite of the refs. The refs make calls all night, good calls, bad calls. But you just keep playing, keep scoring, and you win. You score more than the other team, you win. You make more stops than the other team, you win. You get more rebounds than the other team and block shots, you win. So I say win in spite of them. But I think the NBA has a real problem. Their refs are terrible. And all they do is ruin games and they make the games about them and not the star players that we're watching, that we want to watch, that we pay to watch. So anyway, the Bucs kicked the Celtics' ass 101-89 on Sunday. Giannis, 24-13-12, and 12, the triple-double. He was unbelievable. And in the Warriors' win, we told you what Poole did. Morant on the other side, your boy Ja, 34-9 boards, 10-dimes, He was incredible as well. So tonight, you got the same thing. Game two in Boston, game two in Memphis. Hockey is incredible already. The Stanley Cup playoffs have started. You saw the great games on Monday. Now tonight, you got the Penguins and Rangers starting up in uh, the East first round. Game one at the world's most famous in New York City on Broadway. Penguins lose Jari, their goalie. They'll go with DeSmith against the Rangers who have and great goalie. They've given the Penguins fits all year. The Rangers owned Pittsburgh throughout the season. Then the Capitals and Panthers down in Florida, game one. Florida, the president's trophy winner, very dangerous team. Could they actually make it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals? We'll see if they're for real in the postseason. The regular season doesn't mean jack. Predators and Avalanche in Denver. Game one there in the West first round. Abs favored to go to the Stanley Cup Finals from the Western Conference. And then Stars and Flames in Calgary. Game one. And the Flames are dangerous. They won 50 games. The Stars squeaked in. The only way they're going to beat the Flames is if they get violent and physical and nasty and turn it into a war of attrition. All of these teams are good. The Bruins, they got experience and talent and youth, all the combo meal. Lightning have won back-to-back Stanley Cups, taking on a Leafs team that hasn't won a first-round playoff series. Uh, Since you were in your mother's belly, they haven't won the Stanley Cups in 67. The Blues and Wild are going to be that. Wild. You know what's going to be crazy? I think that series is going to be fantastic. Kings and Oilers, same thing. That's going to be Battlestar Galactica. Two teams that don't like each other going at each other. It's going to get chippy. It's going to get scrummy. It's going to get ugly and dirty just the way I like it. There is nothing better than the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, every single night, playoff games until you're blue in the face. It is my favorite time of the year. I like it better than March Madness. You can't slow me down.